to these Oklahomans. My, my, does it not feel good to be in camp meeting this morning. 80th camp meeting at the Tabernacle. It is such a thrill for us to be here. We appreciate the wonderful place to stay and just the privilege to be here as uh, one of the speakers in the meeting. I'm just absolutely ecstatic about the privilege to come to the Tabernacle meeting. And uh, I feel the presence of God in a very special way this morning. And if there's anyone here today that does not have that freedom that the choir sung about, if you're sitting there wishing, hoping, dreaming, praying, begging God, is there a way that I can be free? Don't look no further than the cross. Don't look no further than the nail scars and the Savior that loves you and died for you. If He did not love you, He would not have died for you. Oh, thank God. Those of you that are familiar with Homecoming Radio, uh, Bill Gaither's Homecoming Radio, most of that is just a lot of fun and very lighthearted. If you've listened to it, it's very, very, very lighthearted and, and almost can be so lighthearted that you wonder, is there any seriousness? And then I heard them one morning as they were talking, and um, one of them told this cartoon story and I thought it's going to be another good laugh but the story was two old drunks in this cartoon was sitting and drinking completely basically out of it drunk at this bar and up above the bar was a cross and the crucifix the Savior hanging on the cross I can't imagine having that in a bar but they did and those two old drunks looked up, and all of a sudden, how many knows the cross can get a hold of you right in the bar? Even when you're drunk. And one of those old drunks looked at the other one in this cartoon and said, You know, if me and you are okay, then why did he die? Bill Gaither's voice broke and started crying. I, driving down the road, could not hardly see to cry, to drive from crying. Because I realized that if you and me are okay, then why did he die? I'm going to tell you why he died. He died to give you freedom. Oh, I feel the Spirit of God in this place today. I don't have to say a word. I don't have to say a song. I don't have to preach a message. I feel like God is speaking to hearts right here in this service today. Do you have that freedom that only comes from knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Maybe you have known it in the past. You know what it is to be saved. You know what it is to have the peace. You know what it is to have that joy. You know what it is to lay your head on the pillow at night and not fear what the night holds, whether wake or sleep, with Christ I abide. Whether the sun rises for me or not, I'm safe in the hands of Jesus Christ. 
Whether you're well here without a pain or whether you're lying in hospice like our dear friend today. If you've got Jesus, you've got everything you need. I said you've got, you may not have health, you may not have strength, you may not have enough money to pay your bills next month, but as long as you've got Jesus Christ, you've got everything, everything. The old song says, now I have everything I need to make me happy. I have Jesus to show me the way. For He saved me and He gave me life eternal. And now I have everything. Do you have it today? Do you have it today? Is God speaking to your heart, your soul, and your spirit? You say, how can I be free? How can I get free? I remember reading about this prisoner that had received a pardon from the governor of their state. And the jailer received the pardon. And you know, that would have to be one of the joys of being a jailer, is delivering a pardon full and free. And this jailer has this privilege to deliver a pardon full and free to this man that was in one of his cells. And he walks back there full of joy to do this. And he steps to the door unlocks the cell door, holds in his hand that official envelope, and says, Sir, I hold in my hand a, a pardon full and free from the governor of our state. And the man sat there in shock. The man sat there in unbelief. The man could not move. He was paralyzed. What was the Bible says? They could not believe for joy. You ever thought about that phrase? They could not believe. For joy. That's the way it was when Peter was released from prison and Rhoda said, He's free. He's free. They could not believe for joy. Don't let joy paralyze you this morning. Let joy get you up from where you're at. There's freedom. You're only a few steps away from freedom right here this morning. You've been many miles, many years, and many months, weeks and days, and hours from freedom. But you're just moments away from it right here at the tabernacle this morning. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I have a message. That little blue marker right there marks where I'm going to preach today. But I feel like God is offering somebody right here a pardon full and free. All you got to do is step out from where you are and accept it. All of a sudden, the jailer realized the man couldn't believe it. He said, Sir, I've come as far as I'm coming. I'm not taking a step closer to you. I hold a pardon full and free from the governor. He pulls it out and reads the man's name. Is that your name? He showed it to him. The man still could not move. The jailer said, Sir... I'm not taking a step further. I'm not bringing it to you. And he said, sir, I'm going to drop it right here on the floor. And when you decide to look at it, you're going to find a pardon full and free from the governor of our state. And he dropped and let it flutter to the floor. 
stepped out and shut the door and went back to his office. Did you know it was three days later? This is a true story. Three days later, he heard an exclamation of joy from down in the sails. Three days later, he finally picked up the envelope and he pulled out the pardon and saw that it was for him. The jailer hollered down the hall, try the door. It's not locked. And the man gently touched the door and it swung open. Hallelujah! I'd like to tell somebody right here at the tabernacle today, you feel like you're bound, you're addicted, you're chained. You have ball and chain around your hands and feet. You feel like you'll never be free. But I'm here to let you know today, try the door. Try the door. Try the door. He is open. The door is unlocked. You're free today. Stand all over this house this morning. I hope this is all right, Brother Horton. I feel like as I saw you coming in today that God had something special for you. I saw some of your faces. I looked out that door right over there and I said, God, come down to this house. Come down to this tabernacle. Come down to this sanctuary. And you know what? He has. I said He has. Now my question is for you. Are you willing to step out? And try the door. Sean, as you sing something for us right now, we got time to pray this morning. We're not eating until 11.30. It is now 10.47. And we got time for some chains to break. Some fetters to fall away. For some sins to be washed away. For a load to be rolled off on God. Have you come here bound? I'm free. I'm free, the singer's son. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. How many knows what it's like to sing a song about freedom and not be free? How many of us preachers today would be honest enough to say, I know what it's like to preach about freedom and not be free? How many of you teachers have went to your classes and told those little children they can have freedom in Christ and not be experiencing it yourself. This altar call today is for everyone. From the one that's been serving God the longest in this house to the one that has drifted and strayed years ago to the one that is discouraged and despondent and in despair. I want you to know there's freedom today. Like that little boy in our church last Sunday. When our vans took them home, there was no mama there to answer the door. So our bus drivers called Sean and I and said, Where are you guys at? What are we going to do with these children? Sean said, Bring them to us. We were eating Sunday dinner at Charlie's Chicken. They brought those two little beautiful little girls, a sweet little boy. We brought them into where we was and we fed them dinner. 
God only knows how long it had been since they'd ate. Come to find out, the little boy tried to warm up some pizza that morning in the microwave and couldn't figure out how to operate it. And he said to his little sister, he said, Sissy, I know it's cold, but just take one bite. You've got to take one bite. You've got to take one bite. And that little boy looked up at me and said, You know what? Our daddy isn't with us no more. He has other children now. I turned away from him and started crying. I don't understand a daddy like that. I don't understand a mother like they have. I can't wrap my mind around it. I can't comprehend it. But it's the way the biggest percentage of our children is being raised in America today. We sing about freedom. We rejoice in freedom. We sing the national anthem. We rejoice in that. But the America of 1939 is very, very different than the America of 2019. And one of the first things to go in this country was the home. Marriages. And following the broken home, the broken church has followed. We live in a broken church world. The divorce rate in the church is really no different than out there. Broken lives and broken hearts is no different in here than out there in the church world in America. What happened? We let freedom slip from us. And I wonder right here in this service today, if there's anybody who wants to step up to this altar right now and say, I want that freedom, and I'm going to try that door one more time. I'm going to touch that door one more time and see if it'll swing open for me. With every head bowed and every eye closed all over this house today, Sean, as you sing, I wonder right now if there'd be one that slipped that hand up and said, Jimmy, I need freedom in my life. I need freedom. Slip that hand up. Slip that hand up right where you're at. Slip that hand up. I need Jesus. God bless you. God bless you. Is there another one today? Is there another one? I need freedom. I need freedom in my marriage. God bless you. I need freedom in my family. I love that part in that song. Freedom for my sons. Freedom for my daughters. I was driving all day long yesterday, so I had the privilege to listen to Fox News. Some of y'all may not even be aware of the shooting in El Paso or the shooting in Dayton, Ohio. There's 29 people dead, others dying. We live in a broken world, friend. And don't none of us ever think that Richlands, Virginia is exempt or Claremore, Oklahoma is exempt. Don't ever think that it could not be you that walks into a Walmart at the wrong time.
I told my little boy and little girl yesterday, it's a travel. They were asking questions. I thought, do I let them listen to this or do I shelter them? I left it on. I want the questions. I want them to know that there's a real world out there. And I told them, I said, listen, Carly, Landon, the only thing that matters in this life is being right with God. Because we never know when the end is going to come. And I wonder today, if there is more here today that God is speaking to you, let me see the hands of those that would be so honest to say, God is speaking to me. Is the Lord dealing with your heart right now? Lift that hand if you feel like God is impressing you right now. You feel the tug of the Holy Ghost on your heart and soul and spirit. Is there no one? Dear God, where's the saints at? Does anybody here feel the Lord right now? Does anybody feel God tug? That's what I'm, that's what I'm reaching for. Does anybody feel God tugging you closer to Him, Mother? Is there a mother in this house that's concerned about the future of your children? Let me see your hands. Is there any daddies here? concerned about your sons and your daughters let me see your hands is there any sunday school teachers concerned about the little children you normally are teaching about right now here at the tabernacle let me see you teachers hands right now dear god there's love here there's concern here now i want you to step out from where you are and say, I want that freedom again in my life. Who's going to be first? I traded my shackles, the song says, for a glorious song. I'm free. Praise the Lord. Free at last. Sing it. I'm free from the fear of tomorrow. Young people, teenagers, children, to the oldest. In that shooting in El Paso yesterday, there was people in their 80s that died all the way down to little children two years old. Dear God, we're not too young, we're not too old to die. The only thing matters is are we right with God? Come, friends. Come, come. Bring your family. Daddies, bring your family right now on this first morning service of camp meeting. What a way to start it out. Freedom. 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 Addictions. I'm free. Praise the Lord. 
boys and girls. That's the way. That's the way. Cry out to Jesus. 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 You don't have nothing else to pray for. Pray for those crying daddies and mamas in El Paso and Dayton, Ohio.
One of those speakers yesterday said to hug your friends and hug your children and let them know that you love them. I want us to take the few minutes that we have left here before we go eat. I want you to stand all over this house. And I want you to go find someone and tell, hug their neck and tell them that you love them. Dear God, we never know when it's going to be the last time we get the privilege to do that. Could we do that right now? Daddies, mamas, I know sometimes some of us daddies has a hard time hugging and saying I love you. Especially when the boy gets older. Oh, but do it right here today. Do it right here today. Are you glad to be free? Are you glad you know Jesus? Oh, I'm free from the fears of tomorrow. I'm free from the tears of my circles a little bit. Go hug somebody you don't normally hug on Sunday morning. I know how it is. Especially in a bigger church. Some folks you never shake hands with. Never go hug. Go do it right now. Hallelujah. Go do it right now. I trade it. Song. I'm free, free. 